Welcome to In Question, an interactive podcast with two queer women from two different generations as hosts. The two women are both black and centered around commission spirituality. I'm your first host, the younger generation, yes, the hip-hopping one. Um, my name is she, the name of her, but I can also go by Nubuhle if you want to call me that. Uh, I am a creative at heart. I am I am so deep in my feels that like everything comes from my heart, everything I say, everything I do. Right? Uh, that is just the gist of who I am, and I'm not talking about who I am as in what I do because that's so irrelevant at this point in time. Uh, we're not here because of what we do for livings, but because of who we are as human beings. So that's me. I am highly spirited. I am highly spirit-led. I refer to myself as a healthy spirit-led tourist you didn't know you needed. Hashtag. And I am the organic one. I'm King Organic Hardy. Organic because she's old. <laughs> Putting it out there. Organic because she's old. Yeah, we need to say which boxes we tick. So mm-hmm. I take that 30 to 35 box. Okay, I take the, 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 the 20 to 25 box. You're not even 20. Shut up. But anyway. <laughs> yes, I am. I am in a seeking journey. Um, I've been a very rigid person before. I was an academic. An academic, that's why I laugh at myself how it turned out. And I gravitated to mature self. I'm a creative as well. I am black, I'm queer, and I'm a woman. Ooh, hello. Okay, so so when you say you're you're, you're searching, right? Mm-hmm. You're on the searching journey. Mm-hmm. Um how how has that affected you and how you've you've come out? Because often people struggle with coming out, mm-hmm. especially when they're trying to find themselves. Because it's like, how do I relay who I am to the people I most love when I'm not even sure of who I am? Mm-hmm. So how did that affect your coming out story? And what is your coming out story? Yeah. It's insane, actually. It's insane because I needed the bisexual bridge, for one, for starters. You know. She's a dick, guy. Ew. Imagine. Imagine. And swallowed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I was born in uh, Soweto, mm-hmm. well, in Indonesia, but I was born in Soweto. I uh, grew up in Soweto, and the rest of my life was in Pretoria. My formative years... The rest of your life are you dead? I am. I'm reincarnated, honey. Hello. <laughs> and, yeah, so my formative years were spent in Pretoria. Mm-hmm. Pretoria, for the queer individual, was actually quite friendly, Amina, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of my, even though I was an after-niner for a very long time, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Pretoria was friendly with that. When I moved back to Johannesburg, though, was a different story, you know, mm-hmm. where, forgive me, I'm healing it. I really am healing it. Where I discovered I, I, I don't consciously date bisexuals, you know, even though I identified as a bisexual. And um, with just looking at my life in general, you know, there's a lot of periods where I was I was never me, you know. Mm-hmm. I think my ticker box, age 30 to 35, 
has been a very actually from 28 i'd say from age 28 is where i became self-aware you know where i was tired of doing things for other people you know mm-hmm. i remember um well let me tell you about my first yeah forgive me i was probably 10 or 11 you know when i was thinking of a woman's thighs i can't say her name so she'll die <laughs> she'll die but yeah when we're in primary school uh, when my friends are forcing me to date boys because oh my god somebody, i got two boyfriends and I'm like, I don't even know what to do. Like, I would literally get an anxiety attack oh, because I was meant to, like, be with these people yeah. and, 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 and. And it doesn't help that yeah. I look feminine mm-hmm. as well, you know. Anyway, fast forward to, um, yeah, my, my, my dating life now, you know. So, I've, my 20s were a lot between women, men, um... No, I, I do not. I do not hate men. I don't. But I just hate the how my tag, my bisexual tag, had put me in situations where my intrinsic self would not have found myself in. You know, I think most the reasons I've been in was for gratifying the next person as opposed to me. You know, and yeah, like how I was just treated as a commodity just because I'm bisexual. You know, we'd go out. Go kiss that girl, you know. Mm. This is your boyfriend. Go kiss that girl. And, you know, just... I don't know if it turns people on or if it's exciting. Yeah, that like, what, it, what, what, what is it with men and lesbian women? Mm. Like, you're not okay with men having sex with men. But, but you'd gladly watch another woman have that's sex with another That's why it was even like, easier. That's so sick. <laughs> oh, that's what's easier to also ride the wave, yeah bisexual you know mm. one it's more acceptable you know versus and i think a bit safer versus if you come out and say i'm, I'm a dyke yo like okay. i'm a dyke and okay. i've always known you know so like my last relationship with a man i remember we like i'd wake up with anxiety you know because i've always said that uh no i'll never get married like i don't want, i was not the marriage and kids kind of person you know, because I, even when, um, with my seeking of spirituality, you know, and I'd be asking questions and I'd be told, yeah, hey, this person is doing this to you and they don't want you getting married. And for me, it was like, yay, high five, because there's no way I'm going to get married to a man. I've always known that. Mm. You know, I've always known that. Even though I was writing the bisexual way. Mm. And with the last relationship with a man, like, I literally wake up in the middle of the night anxious because... I just knew I could not give this man the really? things he wanted, yeah. you know, and the intimacy was also quite repulsive. Oof. Well, yeah. You know, I could not, I hated the look of male cum. I... Mm-hmm. You hated the look of male cum, and. Yeah, Sorry, just, guys, yeah. I just had a glitch. I, I just had a glitch. Okay, I just had a moment. It. I just had a glitch. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Oh, a mental glitch. A mental glitch. Okay. No, it's, I had a mental glitch. But I'm listening to everything you say. Okay, fine. So, with that, right, you're still not telling us how you came out. Oh, yes. Yeah, I don't really have a story per se, you okay. know. Like, when I did tell my mother, mm. yeah. I guess coming out has to involve the people closest to you. Yep. Yeah, because 
Yeah, when I told my mom, she wasn't shocked, really. You know, the first person I told was my brother. He was 10. Shame. Poor boy. Mm. He was 10. Um, my girlfriend was coming over mm. as a friend. Um, yeah, and... So like, you can't oh be doing God. the nasty. No, like he was visiting his father in Pretoria. Mm. So... Yeah, he was more scared for me, you know. I was like, oh my God, don't tell mom. Oh my God, what do you think mom will say? And whatnot and whatnot. So I had the same conversation with him. Uh, he's 20 now, so 10 years later. And then, yeah, I remember that your know, conversation. You know, and yeah, your mother, yeah. <coughs> so good. So guys, that happens a lot. <laughs> so just putting it out there, it happens a lot. We are... Like I said, highly spiritual people trying to find our spirituality, still oh, trying to get man. comfortable in the spirituality we are that healers. we're in. We're healers. We're healers. Y'all call it Ubungoma. That's okay. I'm not on my head. Yes. Hmm. One trip. I'm not on my head. Are you on my head? Not officially. Yes. It's not, I, haven't, I haven't. Palazat <laughs> I haven't. I haven't had but I'm a mine. healer. Yes, I'm a I don't know how good you are journey. Yeah, yeah. It's another. <laughs> yeah. So don't be alarmed. We're here. We're black. We're African. We are all things nice. Like literally all things nice. But your people are a lot though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my people are a lot. Like my people are a lot. But okay. So I think for me it's different because I didn't have. A, I don't have a coming out story. It's not a story per se. Yeah. It's not a story. It's it's a it's a. It's a you just thing. are. Yes, yeah. right. Um, I didn't know I was attracted to girls, but I knew I wasn't attracted to boys. I have scared boys. And yes, and I was like, I had, I had one boyfriend. Let me tell you, I had one boyfriend in primary school. I Don't broke you have up, a heart attack when you had to kiss him? I broke up with him same day. <laughs> okay, fine. And I was like, oh man, maybe, oh, right. Okay. So there's two stories. When did you know? I had my first girlfriend I had in grade three. Wow. I was what nine in grade three. Yay! This human being uh, is still flames. This to this day. To this day. She was flames in primary school. Just oh my god. To this day. I'm like <laughs> sometimes when we talk, I'm like, ha, hallelujah. But I'm 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 dating someone. Look at her blushing. Shut up. So I can't. I'm not gonna explore that part. But yeah, you know. Um, and shame. I broke I'm up glad you didn't say never. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I broke the poor girl's heart. This is the one in grade three. Um, but yeah, her and I dated for a while. We dated on and off from grade three to grade seven. Wow, guys. So our entire primary school was just us. And yeah, she keeps resurfacing here and then and I'm like, Universe, you playing with me. And with the boyfriend in this whole week. So the boyfriend comes in in grade three, okay, we're all in the same class and uh she's like, Oh, if you wanna give it a try, give it a try. Give it a try. Dude in grade three, that's hectic. <laughs> um give it a try. How? Same day, I'm like, nah. The same for me. The same day. Okay, fast forward, three years later, grade six. My cousin's friend is like, oh, I really like you. He's so cute. And I'm like, oh, but you're so cute. Okay. 
And I'm getting panic attacks just from speaking to this guy. Like, I'm getting anxiety. And it's not because you like him. No, I'm getting anxiety. Like, I'm stressed. He calls. I don't answer his calls. I'm like, you know what? Um, And there's a song by Trey Songz that had just come out then. Um, Are you sure you're taking... Yeah, I think you're taking the 16 to 20 box. <laughs> no, guys, I'm taking the 15 to 18 box. I am young. I'm not 18 years old. I'm older than 18, but I'm taking that box. That's, That's my box. That's my box. Um, the... Uh, you know that's what into deep caving, just start giving it up. Lord. <laughs> I really love that song. But just so you resonated to that. And I sent it to him and I was like, I can't do it anymore. He's like, what? We've been dating for three days. Wow. That's um, cute though. That's cute. He's like, we've been dating for three Looking days. Looking at life backwards, that is super cute. In retrospect, yes. <laughs> we've been dating for three days and you're you're breaking up with me. Why? And I was like, my guy, I can't do it, you know. So I like I knew I wasn't into guys, but I didn't know I was attracted to girls because to me it felt like the normal, mm. the, like the most normal thing on the planet to say, yeah, you know, I I'm I'm dating this person, um, yeah, you know. And for me, I think it only hit reality when my mom asked me, "Who's your boyfriend?" And I was like, "I don't have a boyfriend, but I have a girlfriend." Oh, and she was like, oh, <laughs> okay. And we never had the conversation again. It just is. It just is, and it just is like that. But I think essentially what we're getting at is that intrinsically you know who you are. Intrinsically you know where you're supposed to go and what stories you're meant to tell. But... Because we're so, like, we're told so often that, no, this is the right way and this is the wrong way of doing things. We lose it in translation and we lose ourselves. And this is when the confusion begins. Uh, An unnecessary confusion. Because when you're born, you know exactly who you are. It's an unnecessary confusion to have to go through. Like, how many men do I have to go through to realize that I actually want a woman? When, after the first man, you're like, actually, no, you know what, I'm done. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like, this ain't, this is not for me, this is not my cup of tea, you know. Like, you know when you drink that I don't like vodka, I like gin. Apply it, I, I apply it to your, to your life, you know. But that's the thing, though. It, um, that book we're talking about, A Return to Love. By... Mary Anwell, William said, Our biggest fear is not that we are inadequate. Yeah, but uh, basically, like it's a, it happens at different times for mm. all of us, mm. you know, mm. where you go back to the source, go back to to knowing who you are, mm. you know, back to loving mm. you mm. as a mm. person, you know, mm. get to mm. knowing you. But um, when you're saying how, when you're born, you know, and whatnot and whatnot, I think as well, um, now that I'm in the, I'm tapping into the spirit world in a way that satisfies me. Okay. Because, you know, yeah, I have a very shady background <laughs> in spirituality, you know. One lawyer, guys, in short. <laughs> oh, I'm very, that's not, one, one lawyer. I don't, yeah. I'm not going to go to the I'm going to put me in the 
Yeah, no, I'm scared of the dark alley. I'm scared of messing with things that I don't know about yeah. what the repercussions would be. But um yeah, so like I also have questions, you know, how some people say hamba na makela kind of thing, you know. Like where your mom, for example, you know, she's her mannerism is very guy at times, you know, but she's uh, extremely straight, you know. So I, I question mm. that as well. Mm. You know? Um I know my prominent ancestors female mm. very straight. Also. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but which brings it back to in our languages as Bantu people, we don't have he's and she's, you know. So for me that speaks to how fluid spirit is. Mm. You know, mm. how how the hell did this become taboo, you know? Mm. Because for me, like it's so like you should see me in love. You should see me dating. Like it's it's natural, it flows. So I I've think seen I struggle. I've seen you in love. <laughs> I think it would be a struggle. You're a fool in love, but we all are. Mm. But it's the prettiest I'm thing. I'm a lover world. though. I'm a lover. And I'm a lover it's just natural later, for but me I'll for <laughs> To be holding your hand, to be showing mm. my affection, it's just natural for me, you know. And I think had it gone is, long this enough. This is why, guys, sorry, this is why I always say closeted people must date each other. Because now I can't be a PDA person right. and you're not. And like, uh uh-uh, Because you're in the closet. No, no, no. It no. hurts. Stay in your closet with your people. That right. way, when you're walking next to each other, you don't have a problem that no one is holding anyone's hand and, because uh, you're both closeted. Just keep it that way. Yes. We are healing it, guys. We're healing we it's just like of bisexuals and the healing of closeted people. Mm. It happens at different times for different people. You know, so like I've really yeah, like I don't have a, a dramatic coming out story per se, you know, because I've just always been you know. So, so maybe I've taken when I was a church girl, I've gone and walk over into church. Yeah. Know, and people maybe, knew. Maybe that's me. the lesson here. The lesson here is to stop looking for reasons. To have people accept you because you haven't accepted yourself. Uh, I think that's that's the main reason why a lot of people come out. Because they're like, I finally accepted who I am. Let other people accept me. But self-acceptance is not something you drag other people into. And to say, I've accepted my sexuality just because you're queer or you're gay or whatever you identify as is, is not odd. Because heterosexual people don't accept themselves, so why should you accept yourself? Like they, because you only accept something if it initially didn't gel with you, mm-hmm. if initially it didn't, you know. But I get the like with people from different countries, I get the the nonsensical laws behind it. You know how. You could form yourself around that, you know, just like how everything as a system, how there's the government, there's that whole control thing, you know. There's some, some article I was reading, mm. there's some country, you can't remember now, where anal sex in its entirety, even between heterosexual people, is illegal. I'm like, do they go around and looking you, at people's assholes? Like, like, you were fucked last night. You're going to jail. In your like, that's, that's the thing though, like, but what the point I'm making though is I I get the I get why the transition from closet to non closet happens, you know, and mm. and I'm grateful to be in South Africa where 
Okay, fine, it's not safe, but at least it's not illegal, you know. Mm. There's instances where I felt very unsafe, you know, and shit, if these guys were to do something, you know, because they were to me, I had to do my person. Ah, but I see later, bam, bam. But what if that also triggers something for them, for them? They want to straighten you. Correct the verb. Yeah. Mm. Like... Look, we can go on so, and yeah. on. So I, I, I personally, I, I get it. I get the closet parts. and, but yeah, I, I also resonate with you should date each other. Date each other, <laughs> like, like I, I get the whole thing about, you know, why people stay in closets and stuff. But I think we, we can talk about this all day. We can talk about how unfair life is. We can talk about all sorts of things all day. You know, like the films don't tell. <laughs> so anything that's terrible can be spoken about in its entirety for years and years and years and end. But you're talking and you're not doing anything about it. Like you're sitting, you know, like it's not my duty to go to every bisexual person. Look, if you're bisexual, cool. Do you, but I don't you. you. All right. Just don't <laughs> ask me out. Even if you're queer, just don't ask me out. I'm not gonna say yes. You can try, but I won't say yes. Okay. If you have a crush on me, you can get over it because I'm not gonna say yes. Because like I'm very selective about the people I date. As we should be. I'm very I'm very selective about who comes into my DMs. I'm very selective about who I speak to. So for me, when someone says to me I have a crush on you, you can't date me if you have a crush on me. Because uh-huh. the relationship fizzles out. You're dating a crush. <laughs> yes. You've already you've already had your fantasies, you've already had your 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 you know, and by the time I come you're like, Ah I'm yeah. so over not come in both ways. Um you're like, Ah, I'm so over this you know, and I think also because of I I'm I'm young, yes, body wise. Physically, yes, I'm young. But spiritually, I don't think I'm young. Mentally, I'm definitely not young. Emotionally, I'm definitely not young. Right? It's and crazy. So when all these... sanity. But yeah, skinny at the same time. <laughs> like, when, all these, the when, like, when all these 20-year-olds are like, Oh, but I really like you. And I'm like, hey, my guy. You. <laughs> Ish. You know? Like, and then we start having a conversation. And I'm like, I don't So, the logo and you know just carry on with my life and that's like one of the hardest things that i've because i was talking to my partner the last time and i was like would you have dated me if i wasn't who i was i said no because you're so young and i'm like you're only three years older than me by the way but um where 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 we are in our lives is supposed to be different but it's not um a lot of people my age are just focused on alcohol and, you know, the, and I'm like, yo, guys, there's, there's, there's life after drinking this. Where are you going to sleep after partying? I hate the whole, we're going to sleep at my parents' house. No, I don't want to sleep at your parents' house because if I'm going to make a noise or if I'm going to if I'm gonna throw up all over the kitchen, I don't want your parents being like, oh, you're drunk, you know? <sighs> you know, but... So, uh, my point that I'm trying to make is that, guys, date your own. That sounds so wrong. No. 
Don't date your own. Be selective. Guys, be selective about who you allow in your energy space. Remember that we're all energy beings and that your energy carries a lot. Your energy your energy carries a lot. It speaks a universal language that everyone understands. Um we're not here to 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 ill speak anyone. We're literally here to speak our truest truths. If you don't like the truth that we speak, you don't have to listen. Uh, you should have switched this off the moment you started listening. Wow. Um, but we're unapologetic about the things that we're going to talk about. We're unapologetic about the people that we're becoming, the people we've become, the people we are, the people we've been. We're highly unapologetic about it because we've gone through journeys that have allowed us to claim and to own who we are. So no one's going to come take that away from us. No, 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 no. no. I know. If you're, if you're weird, please stay. Yeah, no, if you're weird, if you're weird uh, come, <laughs> come, stay. You can come chill with us in the studio if you want. Yeah. With craft ginning. Yes, we're, we're making craft gin. <laughs> Just by the by. Just by the by. So we are um, about women, gin, and sex. Women, because we are women. Gin, because we like gin. The sex part, because comes because you're drunk so for you young ones yeah you know drunk sex is drunk sex is a lot of work <laughs> it's a, such a it's a lot of work because you're like hold that up, makes hold sense up. in the moment though but still drunk <laughs> sex don't do it but anyway yeah um, and as my closer um i just say man return to self you know be i think the biggest injustice you will ever do to yourself is not being true to yourself, be it in dreams that you, you think that you want to pursue. If you don't want to pursue that, you like die a little death, you know. In owning your truth of who you are, you know. Yeah, I'm not saying be an asshole though about it, you know. Because mm. there's a there's a lot I know lots um, mm. affiliated to a lot of people where they use their queerness to be assholes as well. Yeah, I know I'm queer, so I'm going to be an asshole. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Spare me the religious talk and whatnot and whatnot. You know, how do you know these people are going to quote Bible scriptures for you? No offense to Everyone. that book. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so we are going to be very unapologetic about things. Um, y'all feel free to um, ask questions, comment. Yeah. And that's it from me. She the name of her a healthy spirit Taurus you didn't know you needed. And this is King Organic Hardy, the weirdest, weirdest person you'll ever find enough. Okay, next episode. Okay. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye. Bye.